we're on. Oh, hey. Yeah. We don't want to <laughs> small talk too much before. I know. Then they lose yeah. getting this natural vibe. Exactly. <laughs> so you said this is your first podcast. First ever. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> Not first I've listened to. Yeah. I uh, pride myself in listening to a lot of podcasts. That's awesome. Well. Yeah. What is your favorite podcast? Oh, I'm trying to think. I like the true crime. Yeah. Crime Junkies. Have you listened to that one? No. No. They like go through a different murder or missing person every episode. It's pretty interesting. Fun. It's good. Yeah. Any of those that stick out in your mind? Oh gosh. All the ones from Seattle. Cause that's oh, where I was. Yeah. And they like have a theme on their podcast. I swear. That's like all the crazy people come from Washington. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of true. Lots of murders happen there. Green river killer, the... Josh Powell. I wonder if it's the, the weather. I think so. People are depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Take Probably. more vitamin D people from Seattle. Exactly. That's the lesson that yeah. we're learning here. Yep. Vitamin D or <laughs> and work you'll out. be a murderer. Yeah. Or you'll be a murderer. Yeah. It's in their blood. That's crazy. <laughs> um, what about besides true crime? Um, so I love life coaching yeah. stuff. So Jodi Moore, I think I've talked about her to you a little yeah. bit. She's like uh, LDS life coach, but mostly her like, I think her podcast is called Better Than Happy. Okay. It's very good. Talks all about thought work. So. Yeah. Thoughts control your feelings, which control your, um, the way you show up in your life, you know? Yeah. So all, it all starts in the head. Yeah. Kind of well, cool. Everything's perception, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And like, that's, oh, my life is so hard. And it's like, well, or, or go to Haiti and yeah. see how hard their life yeah. is. Yeah. And it's yeah. really all the way we think about our hard things too. Like one person can look at a circumstance and be like, think of it one way and somebody can see it completely opposite. And so. You know, like she even talks, gives the example one time about like a car accident, you know, like we think it's naturally by nature a bad thing, but it's actually neutral. It's the thoughts that we put around it that decide, you know, maybe that car got totaled and now you get a brand new car. Yeah. It's even better, you know, like yeah. it's kind of, you know, all how you think about something. Yeah. Or you got in that car wreck and if you wouldn't have gotten in that one a mile down the road, right. you would have hit a moose. Yeah, totally. So, so you just never know. You could always change the way you think, which will change the way you show up in your life. Yeah. So. How long ago did you start listening to stuff like that? Uh, seven years. Yeah. Seven years ago. Yeah. I uh, was kind of going through some hard, like, this is weird, but like jealousy stuff yeah. with just some friends and uh, feeling like I wasn't enough or this or that. And that was like almost like a godsend. It yeah. just was something I found that totally changed the trajectory of my life and helped me, you know, not just with like, not feeling jealous <laughs> or yeah. whatever. The funny thing is, is even saying that I used to be jealous, like that, there was a time that was such a shameful thing. Yeah. You know, I was like, I would never have admitted that I was experiencing jealousy because I put so much judgment around the word jealousy, you yeah, know? for sure. And now I can just see that that's part of my human nature. You know, we yeah. all have good and bad traits. And at that time, that was one that I struggled with. And I still can see myself at times have that like creep in, but now I know how to work around it. Yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, me too. So I could talk life. Like I could talk all that kind of stuff all day long. That's oh well, we have all day. We have all day. <laughs> the, no, the six hour podcast. I, the longest I've done is three hours and 15 minutes. That were three, three hours and 20. And it's funny because the SD card only did three hours and like 25 minutes and so we were we were cutting it close who was that with matt it was matt and john feldmo and it was yeah. talking like conspiracy theories oh a yeah yeah that yeah. i know that's a fun one too yeah. we were eating progressively hotter hot wings as we talked conspiracy theories <laughs> but the the hot wings were kind of a letdown we didn't get any super super hot ones okay so i gotta i gotta flip the script and ask the ask are we gonna get stuck with masks again oh I, i'm not 
you're not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Me either. No. <laughs> no, it's the whole uh, fool me once thing, right? Yep. Um, last time, you know, the state said, got to shut your business down. Mm-hmm. So we did it. And I feel like m- us and many other people were completely duped. Yep. And uh, I will not do it again. I know. I actually was talking to a friend yesterday and I was like, I, I hope to God that if they do do what they did last time, that there's enough people who realize that they were fine. Like everything was fine, you know? But then again, last time I was shocked at how many people just blindly absolutely were like, well, they said it's a rule. They said, and I think if we could just help people realize like, it's not a rule, it's a suggestion for sure. That is a bad one, you know? (laughs) And, And truly if, if I believed that masks work and vaccines mm-hmm. were the answer, and if if you can actually show me the evidence and and I see it, yeah, then okay, cool, yeah, yeah. still an individual's decision, mm-hmm. but I will go along with that if it's actually helping, right, but right, it didn't, no, and then I weigh, let's say, physical health. And the health of our nation mm-hmm. and the principles that it was founded on. And I'm willing to let my health wane a little bit yeah. to continue freedom. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, the irony on that is if we are talking health, which is what people want to preach, yeah. masks are for your health. How many of those mask wearers are doing health, are living a health, healthy lifestyle? Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> like here we like get into this two-year bubble where it's like, we're just being healthy. We're just being healthy. And I'm like, how about we try being healthy the other 80 years of your life, you yeah. know, like, yeah. and that will help those two years of, totally. you know, high virus rates or whatever. Yep. There was some TikTok video and I wish I could just say it exactly how this guy said it, but he was essentially saying, if you, uh, if you exercise three to five times a week and you sleep eight hours a night, and went through all these statistics on what it does to your mm-hmm. health. He's like, man, it's like I'm wearing 15 masks. I'm doing so yeah. good. Yeah. I don't even need to wear masks. Yeah. Well, I'm doing so. And you're like, okay, it's a funny video. But at the same time, he's eating right. He's healthy. Yeah. He's sleeping. Give me COVID. Right. Give right. it to me. Yeah. Let I mean, me get natural immunity. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, what so many people fail to realize is that it might make you really sick if you're obese, yeah. if you're diabetic, if you have these other things that like you were already sick, exactly. you know, like yeah. you were already sick and now it's just gonna, you know, like catastrophize that a little bit more, but yeah. for the bulk of us, we're fine. Totally. And we live a, a, a <clears throat> fine line and a weird line as health coaches mm-hmm. because we want people to be as healthy as possible. Right. So we preach meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, keep exercise levels to a point where you can sustain exercise, but not body fat. Mm -hmm. We want to see good, healthy blood markers, cholesterol in the right ranges, testosterone, estrogen. We want to see everything where it needs to be. Right. So then you have the flip side where you have an entire medical establishment that is pushing, I hate to say it, but pushing an agenda. Mm -hmm. And we actually can't say, hey, don't wear a mask. Mm -mm. Hey, don't not or don't, don't get a vaccine. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like we still have to leave it up obviously, which I'm happy with. Cause that's freedom. That's agency, leave it yeah. up to the individual, but I can tell you what I'm going to do. Right. Not that I'm right. I, I think I'm right, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I really do. Like, I think, like you said, as health, 
and life or not life coaches. Oh, we're totally life. We are. I mean, kind (laughs) of right. Like, I mean, your health and your lifestyle is your life. And it's amazing how much like the fitness and nutrition side of things carries into your mental health, you know, like they're, they're hand in hand. And so, yeah, I think that we work so hard in our jobs and in our fields to just like help people realize, like, stick with this. You will, your life will get so much better. Your health will be so much better and people can do it for like a tiny bit. And then they are like, well, I'd rather, you know, they flip to the other side where I'd rather take a medication. Yeah, That's an easy fix, yeah. right? Like, I mean, maybe not easy because it's never easy to do anything that's, that's, you know, like uncomfortable, but um, it's kind of like that pick your heart, right? Totally. Like yep. it's not always fun to take medications and things like that, but it, and it's not always fun to get to the gym every day, but like you pick your heart and going to the gym is hard. Eating healthy yeah. is hard, but like the flip side is also very, very hard. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I know an individual who, um, lost his mother about three months ago mm. and about two months ago <clears throat> wrote my brother and I and said, you know, Hey, I saw where my parents got. And that was really hard for them. So I need to do something hard right now so that I'm not doing that hard. Right. And I'm like, man, good job. Yeah. So, so good. Right. Flipped his, flipped his nutritional life around. Mm-hmm. Started eating mostly real food. Instead of desserts, he's getting berries and fruit off mm-hmm. his trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is hard. It is, it is hard. It's like, I mean, we're conditioned to enjoy treats and stopping at Maverick and getting a burrito or a soda or (laughs) (laughs) I'm more like stopping at Maverick and getting a donut. Yeah. Oh, I walked into the meeting down there. They were having a front desk meeting. They had donuts. Oh yeah. Oh, that smells. I know. Well, Hey, we always need to have an occasional donut here and there, but (laughs) which we're advocates of. Yeah. If I tell myself I'm not eating, I did a three day fast this week. Cool. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And awful. It was awful. (laughs) As soon as I told myself I'm not eating for the next 72 hours. You wanted it all. I wanted it immediately. <laughs> Always. I wasn't happens. hungry. I had just eaten and I'm like, okay, fast starts now. Mm-hmm. I want a cinnamon roll. Yeah. So weird. Isn't it so weird? Our brains are so powerful because it's like when you tell yourself no, then you want it. Hence the reason, you know, in CrossFit and in like, especially if you're lifting moderate to heavy weights, the goal is that you shouldn't have to stop eating all the foods exactly. that you love obviously you can't just sit and eat cinnamon rolls every day but like you can eat pizza once in a while you can eat a burger you can carbs are you know it's amazing like for so long the mentality was like zero carbs Mm -hmm. you know like no carbs no carbs no carbs i remember through college it was like all these diets of like we don't eat carbs we've cut all bread out all this and i'm like i mean we need carbs to perform yeah good you know quality exercise do we need as many carbs as we taken probably not but like learning how to find that balance i think is really important for for long anyway i feel like i just we're going oh no that's how it goes it's great it all like i don't know gordon b hinckley once said generally things work out that's what podcasts are yeah you just go all over the place and then it just all falls in line okay you listen to the greats you listen to um to uh, uh sorry um one second She's really sweet. She's like the nicest person yeah, I've ever met. She's met. so great. I and on top of everything. Yeah. Maybe I'll marry her. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about my wife, just so everyone knows. Yeah, not somebody <laughs> like, oh, else that walked into the, weird thing just happened the podcast room. No, shout out to Kira for being 
the best person. I totally agree. Very well-rounded person. Yeah. I'm pretty sure God was like, okay, Tyler, you're going to do some pretty crappy things in your life unless you have this. Oh, so, no. Here she is. You guys probably are the perfect balance for each other. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but very grateful for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, podcasts, they just go all over the place. Even the greats, uh, Joe Rogan, you'll start to listen and they'll go down this certain oh, yeah. path and then it's all over the place for yes. three hours and then it just, yeah. it ends up perfect. It does. It ends up exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So where were you born? Oh, we're going that far we're back. We're going that far uh, back. I was born in Bellevue, Washington. Okay. Yeah. So Washington is your roots. Washington is my roots, okay. but it's not my blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where is your blood? My blood is Southeast Idaho. Cool. <laughs> Only because I don't, like, I love Washington. We love, it's beautiful. And old Washington, how it was growing up, I'd say was, it was manageable. Yeah. Um, but it's gotten a little, t a little too crazy there for, hence the reason we moved to Southeast Idaho. Yeah. So my husband, for those who don't know, cause you don't know me, my husband and I, uh, we moved to Rexburg a year ago and it was mainly triggered during the pandemic. That's yeah. what like set us up to be like, okay, we can't raise our kids here anymore. Our family was all there. Um, actually some of them are in Utah, but our parents are there. We had a great group of friends. We owned two homes there, you know, a lot of things. And we, kind of said, all right, either we just commit to staying here and like trudging through this with our kids, like sending them to public school. Cause I'm not a homeschool mom. Like yeah. as much as I would love to have been like, we can pull them out. We can do this. Like that's just not me. And so mainly we just wanted our kids to have kind of that old fashioned school experience where, yeah. you know, they weren't getting indoctrinated with crap. Yeah, yeah for sure. For <laughs> yeah. Sure. And so we did one year of public school there um, it was just my daughter's kindergarten year and it was like, even in kindergarten, there were things that I was like, yeah, we just, we can't. So, yeah. so we bought some land in Idaho and we are building a home and we plan to be here. This That's is our blood. <laughs> and your home is beautiful. Thank you. you. You guys are doing such a great job. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, born in Washington, raised in Washington till I was 18 um, and then I came back to BYU Idaho here oh, cool. in Rexburg, so that's kind of where I found my love for this. Wait, place. came back to? Or well, no, came sorry, to? came to. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, not back to. No, came to cool. BYU Idaho. I just thought maybe you were like a kid prodigy that came. Uh, yeah, I came know, here 15. when I was twelve. <laughs> yeah. No, I came here, did a few, did a few years in school, and in exercise science was my cool. major, and then went on a mission. Um, when I was twenty-two, I was an old missionary, yeah. like the old grandma missionary. Yeah. Got home from that, came back to school and was also old as a college student, 24 in Rexburg. Oh, yeah. You know, you're really... Yeah, like, what are you doing wrong in your life? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? No, seriously, that's how it felt. And then uh, met my husband back in Washington over the summer. Cool. Before my last semester, yeah. So, and then we got married. He already owned a house there. Yeah. So he, we were like, jumped right into a house and did the whole married thing there for eight years. And now we're here. Yeah. Yeah. That is That's awesome. The, the short version. So he's also from Washington. He's from Washington. Roots there. Yeah, he had never actually lived anywhere else until we moved here. Cool. And he loves it here. It's so funny. Like I was worried about who would like it more because I had been here, and I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, this is going to be a huge change. I'd say he loves it more. Yeah. He loves it here. So, you know, I guess it was meant to be. <laughs> it, it, there, there is something about this area. I know. But you know, it's it's the best kept secret yeah. because if too many people 
like I think the winters are a natural deterrent. Yeah. So that not too many people. Which come. is great. It's great yep. because if people knew how amazing it is here, it would be as big as Utah. You know, it'd be yeah. like Utah. Yeah. Now that being said, it's not that amazing here. Okay, yeah, it everybody? sucks here. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. Honestly, you don't want to come here. It gets to like negative ten. Oh, see, she is. Oh, Amazing. Kira brought us donuts <laughs> and water. <laughs> Great. Thank now you. everybody, everybody can hear us yeah. like eating donuts as we Thank talk. Thank you, Kira. <laughs> yeah. And just proved us right mm-hmm. on what we said about her. Yeah. About her being awesome and about crossfitters eating donuts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, the only reason why we can do this is because let's see how many calories I burned during that workout. <laughs> just did. Last activity. This donut's less than 300 calories, right? We'll say that. Yeah. yeah. I'm eating hypocalorically this That's year. That's right. Or and this, this year. <laughs> the, and, the, only today. And we just, like, heightened our metabolism, right? Yes. Like, we heightened. Oh, yeah. That's not the right word, but, like, spiked it up. Yep. <laughs> so, good principle to know. The anabolic window. Um, this is disputed by some people, but the fittest people know that this is a true principle. Um, not, it's not saying that I'm the fittest person, but uh, the anabolic window of gains. Do you remember Barbell Shrugged back in the day? No. So great podcast back in the day. I'm, you're back in the day might be a little, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I am, uh, I do have male pattern baldness <laughs> and um, hair is starting to grow out of my ears and nose instead of <laughs> on the top of my head. Uh, so Barbell Shrugged, it was kind of original OG Olympic weightlifting slash CrossFit mm-hmm. type of stuff. And my favorite episode that they had was called The Anabolic Window. And it's where, really, if you if you exercise very intensely yeah. for a certain amount of time, and who knows exactly what that time is for you or for me, that you then have a certain amount of time where you can eat almost anything that you want, and it will just go to glycogen replenishment right. instead of fat body storage, fat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it's a true principle. It so intra-workout carbohydrate is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, it, now it, it becomes more important when we get down to a body fat percentage where your body can't use that fat because mm-hmm. it doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. So people, like you were talking earlier, you eat low carb and they're like, man, I just feel sluggish. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you do. Try an intra-workout carbohydrate, mm-hmm. like sugar mm-hmm. inside of your uh, drink, inside mm-hmm. your protein shake. And all of a sudden they're like, I have more energy than I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you're fueling yourself. Yeah. And that's exactly it. It's learning when to eat your carbohydrates. And, you know, obviously right before bed is probably not the time to eat this donut. (laughs) You know? That is a good donut. Is it a good donut? Probably Brolum's. They have the best donuts. I think it was Brolum's. (laughs) Yeah. I remember seeing the box. Brolum's donuts trump Walmart donuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's See, that's local versus uh, national chain. Yeah. Right. Nobody out there knows Brolum's probably. No, no. <laughs> like all the people listening to this on Teton CrossFit, they're like, oh yeah, yeah Brolum's. <laughs> Love that place. That's where we also get raw milk, which is the second favorite episode that I had from Bar- Barbell Shrugged. Drink raw milk. Oh yeah. It has growth hormone in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We drink raw milk. Our friends have a farm and they pumped it straight from their cow and gave it to us. And I got to tell you though, Kyle and I were a little wigged out at first. Oh, like yeah. we were like, this came straight from the, yeah. like it was like a mind like barrier that yeah. we had to get over of like this came straight from the cow <laughs> yeah it is crazy it's weird it's never been weird for me just because I, I grew up with it yeah we would milk goats at my at my uh, neighbor's house and just like and we just squirted into our mouth 
which yes is probably gross i mean but you know squirting it straight from an it's actually very mouth, natural yeah yeah <laughs> you know I, it actually i don't want to say bothers me because i don't get bothered at a lot but when people are like we're the only species of animal that drinks somebody else's milk i'm like because we know how to milk a cow yeah so they've probably done that for thousands and thousands of years. It's not like it's just, you right. know, in the 20th, 21st century, we're like, hey, right. sweet, let's drink cow milk. Right, right. It's it's a thing. Like, humans are able to actually milk it. A cow can't go milk a goat and drink its milk. <laughs> yeah. We've digressed. <laughs> yes. Mountain lions probably do, but not that they milk it. They just eat into the udder. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? Gross. So we're not the first. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well. Yeah. Good um, things. Follow us for more nutritional advice. <laughs> Donuts <laughs> and eating cow udders. So what got, <laughs> what got you uh, down the path of exercise physiology? Yeah. So I'm trying to think. I started college with the intent to be a nurse. <laughs> and then I realized that I just was not um, dead. Like, I don't want to say dedicated. I'm very yeah. dedicated. I'm a very dedicated person. I wasn't passionate passionate enough about that topic to do what I had to do to get into the nursing program. And so then I, you know, as I was a college student, I started, that's when I got really into exercise. Like I had played soccer all growing up. I was a big time club soccer player, played water polo, ran track, very athletic. Um, but it wasn't until I got into college that I kind of started lifting weights and, um, like helping other people be fit. I got to do some personal training as a student, things like that. And I just, there was nothing more gratifying, as you probably know, like then taking somebody and watching them learn how to feel confident and feel good and feel empowered by just moving their body, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, I, I did exercise science. And then after I graduated, I kind of stopped. I, I worked um, for a podiatrist for a while. And then I had babies. <laughs> and then when I ha after I had my second, <clears throat> I actually got invited to come to a CrossFit class. Well, I started running Spartans. Have you okay. done a Spartan? I have not, but no. I, I will. Dude, they're so fun. Yeah. So fun. Um, so I started running Spartans, and I would get out there, and I could do basically everything, but I couldn't climb the rope. They have a rope climb. And I was like, how am I going to learn to climb a rope? I, couldn't, I was the kid in PE who could never climb a rope. <laughs> and so my friend was like, you need to come to CrossFit. They'll teach you to climb a rope. So I walk into the, as a coach now, I laugh at myself as like a brand new CrossFitter because I walked in the first day I walked up to the coach and I said, can you teach me to climb the rope? And she's like, sure, you know, yeah, like yeah. totally. And so first day she got the rope down. We weren't even doing rope climbs in the workout, but great coach. She got the rope down and she taught me and I climbed it right there. And awesome. uh, I was like, okay, I guess see you later CrossFit. No, just yeah. <laughs> no. And then I was like, okay, like what else can I learn to do? And then they're doing handstands and like it became kind of this like, oh my gosh, look at this jungle gym yeah. that I get to play on. Cause you know, I'm kind of a big kid at heart. And so it was like, what else can I challenge myself to learn to do that I have never been able to do before? And that's been kind of the catalyst for keeping me going. And then obviously coaching just kind of was a byproduct of that, Yeah, you know? So yeah, I, love that. I know it, it really is though. CrossFit, you know, we're jump roping the other day and learning double unders and everyone's just kind of having fun it's like yeah. we are in a we're on a playground right now. we are but you know we lose that as adults sometimes yeah. like we grow up as kids and this is something i've thought about a lot we grow up as kids playing like that is our 
basis for our life. We ride bikes, we go find friends and hang out outside, we make believe, we climb on jungle gyms. And then somehow, as we age, we become so much more, we sit, we go to school. School kind of does that to us, oh, right? for sure. We yeah, sit, absolutely. we go to a desk job, which again, nothing wrong, we have to have those things, right? But we, we watch TV because we're tired and we un, we lose the art of being able to play. Yeah. And CrossFit kind of brings that back out in people, it which really is does. why I think people, I, which is why I think it's such a phenomenon. Like so many people have taken to it because I think it takes us back to something that's innate, which is that need to climb and play and move and wiggle and yeah, <laughs> all those sure. things. So Yeah. And then the community aspect, <clears throat> you know, we had a guy come today that... Um, he's, he's come a lot in the past, but he had an inj- injury and mm-hmm. was in some pain. So he hasn't come in a little while. He comes today and like PRs a bench press. Yeah. And coach Daniel was like, he's the guy that doesn't come for two months I and know. then comes back in PRs and everyone's cheering for him. Yep. Everyone's excited. You got a PR today. I did. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's excited. It's so fun. It is fun. It is. And that's what, I mean, that's why I keep coming is yep. the entertainment side of it. You know, if we can... You know, we anybody can go to a gym and work out. You can go to Anytime Fitness and walk on the treadmill with your AirPods in. But here we come, we talk about life. Yeah. We talk about, we know each other's families. You know, like you create this little community that sustains you through everything else going on in your life. You can know for like one hour a day, I'm going to go to this place. My friends will be there. We can talk about lots of things. They can give me advice. I mean, you don't know how many things I've learned from people at the gym, you know, sure. things about taxes, about house building, about, you know, yep. all these things that you just get to talk to people about while you're here yep. and you're benefiting your health. Like it's mm-hmm. like so many things that kind of. And benefiting very many, uh, very many, yeah. benefiting a lot of areas of health. Right. Because mental health is a big one. Mm-hmm. Physical health, emotional health. I mean, we were talking about Daniel's dog today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. What did you guys do at CrossFit? We talked about someone's dog. I know. And we all felt good about it. Yeah. And <laughs> I know. I know. And we also just like joke around, you know, like I just love, I was laughing with Michelle. Michelle's a girl who was here today. We were the only two girls. It was the bro sesh at the mm-hmm. gym. We were. Yeah. Bit- other than you lifted more weights than those guys. <laughs> That's flattering. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, I, I did not just to be clear. <laughs> But, um, yeah, me and Michelle are just laughing because there's all these dudes and we were benching and we were like, it's the bro group today. Like very rarely do we have more men than women, I feel like in a class, but, but it was fun to kind of see all the guys. Yeah. Especially that time of day. Yeah. Nine o'clock, nine, nine a.m. class. That's what happens in a small town, I guess. Get lots of self-employed people and, uh, and it's cool. I mean, I know there's a specific class where one guy started to go to it because he's like, hey, I want to network with some of these guys. Yeah. They're all business owners. Mm-hmm. I want to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. Started doing it and, and um, has gotten to a really good place right now. It's so cool. It really is. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, so much more, like you said, there's so many more benefits than just your health, you know, and the social aspect I think is huge for so many people. Kind of like my girls' night class. Yes. Your girls' night class is amazing. <laughs> It's been so much fun. To did you see. like how I segued into that? I, did. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. It's just been really cool to see, you know, you had the idea and then you made it happen. Yeah. And then watching it grow and watching people excited and seeing people that haven't been to the gym in a while. Or ever. That are coming. Yes. Or ever. That are coming back. And yes, 
Tell us about Girls Night. Yeah, no, it's, you, I mean, you did a great job there. So, uh, yeah, Girls Night is a class that I started in February. So, gosh, what are we at? Like, yeah, that's I don't know cool. how to do math. Six months? <laughs> yeah, six months. Six months ago. Um, and it's a women's only class. It's only two nights a week. So, Mondays and Wednesdays. And it's at 8.30 to 9.30. So, after our normal classes. And I I kind of made it at that time because I've found that in our community specifically, we have a lot more stay-at-home moms. Mm -hmm. And so I think because a lot of husbands are at work during the day and moms are home with their kids, they just don't maybe have as much flexibility to make it to the gym during the day. And so I was like, let's do something a little later. So we know husbands are home, moms can come, leave for an hour. Um, And then I wanted it to be a safe place. Not that men aren't safe. We all know, I mean... I love working out with the guys downstairs. Yeah. Almost sometimes I enjoy that as much as women. Yeah. But, you know, when you're a first timer and you Absolutely. are maybe like a little bit uncertain on how to move your body and things like that, there's a stigma. Sometimes it comes around CrossFit of like these beefy guys yeah. or these jacked women who are just like throwing weights around and dropping barbells. And I think that can be intimidating for some. For sure men and women, but my target audience obviously was women. And so we made it women exclusively, um, two nights a week. And so it's kind of a, it's a class where you have to enroll, you get a spot. And, um, so it's the same girls every week and they work out together. They've built a really great community, which is one thing we talked about. And what's been fun is I hear a lot of feedback of like, this has helped my mental health more than you'll ever know. And uh, women who, you know, had babies two months ago or five months ago or a year ago who are like, my postpartum has been so bad. And this class, I've made new best friends. I feel so empowered. I never knew I could do this. Things like that. You know, as a coach, you get it. That's something that just it makes me smile just talking about it because it's it it's so gratifying. So. That's girls night in a nutshell. And we do basically every, everything in it is CrossFit. Um, we just, I didn't market it as CrossFit Yeah. because sometimes like we talked about that gets in people's heads. And so I just marketed it as a women's strength training class, but you better believe everything that we do is functional movements. And so, yeah. Well, it's been really fun to watch. I'm excited to see the future of it. Yeah, you came the other night, yeah. first time. So great. Yeah, it's good. It's it's a it's a good group. We've got about. I didn't participate. Just so yeah. <laughs> you could have, but I did get want. a great video. Yeah, we've got about consistently. A class will have about 18 to 24 women. So which, cool. Which we get snug, but yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they make it work. Yeah. So that's fun. I love that kind of stuff. I mean, honestly, anything that we can do ever to reach more people for sure which i know is yeah important to you yeah well i just uh, our motto at the gym we rise by lifting others mm-hmm. and <clears throat> the impact that we can have on others is very very great mm-hmm. um i i believe the personal example that we can give is really what is the best yeah you know so yes i did finish my donut way before you you haven't even touched <laughs> it's um, not because i don't want to eat it it's because i can't talk and eat it's actually good for me because i'm a talker so <laughs> for me to have something that keeps my mouth occupied <laughs> was perfect yeah that's awesome um i i love how you're using crossfit but not marketing it as crossfit mm-hmm. so i do the same yeah. with the individuals that i coach so. yeah um, coach a lot of 
military SWAT, um, some professional athletes in weird areas like mm-hmm. bull riding mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. <clears throat> and then some stay at home moms and some different, different people. I never say, Hey, I'm going to program individual CrossFit workouts. Right. Right. But they all do individual CrossFit workouts. Yeah. And all of them are like, man, I'm in so much better shape than I've ever been in my entire yeah. life. Hmm. Like, oh, I wonder, I, I wonder, wonder why. why. High intensity functional movement that's constantly varied. I know. Interesting. Well, isn't it funny? This is not like an anti CrossFit comment, but all I'm going to say is CrossFit isn't some like magical creation. It's yeah. a, all they did was take gymnastics and weightlifting and, you know, some other key exercise movements like burpees yeah. and things like, you know, some car- running cardio and mesh them together exactly. and give it a name, yep. you know, like car, like CrossFit in and of itself has only been around for what? 13, yeah, it was 2000, er- right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think CrossFit.com got started just in the early 2000s. Yeah. So, so not very not long, old. 20 years. Yeah. But these movements yep. have been around much, Forever. much, much longer. Yeah. And so it's not something like CrossFit is this magical thing. I mean, it is amazing because what they did was they started putting out gyms yeah. where you have classes with a coach. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. But the movements in and of themselves, if done well and right, are going to change somebody's life. And we don't have to call it CrossFit, you know? <laughs> so. Sure. No, I agree with you. Uh, honestly, there are some things. <clears throat> and same thing, not a bash on CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Kind of a bash on <laughs> people that don't truly understand CrossFit. Right. So even me eating a donut on here, I'm like, there's someone's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, what are you doing <laughs> as a gym owner on a podcast? Oh God. Eating a donut. Like, I can't believe that it's, it says no sugar. I know. And you're eating a donut. There'll always be a critic. There will. Um, uh, but interestingly, there's probably not a games athlete out there that doesn't eat the occasional donut. There's mm-hmm. not the healthiest person in the world that occasionally, now there are outliers, right? There's right. Sean Baker. He's a carnivore, uh, doctor who's mm-hmm. eaten carnivore for like six years. Yeah. Stan Efferding, world's strongest bodybuilder. He just doesn't touch this crap. Yeah. <laughs> he just eats his, but outliers outliers within with on the outside of outliers. Everybody does. Oh, and it's yeah. okay. Like if I tell myself I'm never gonna have a donut again, I'm going to eat a lot of donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I love, I follow a lot of CrossFitters on Instagram. It's funny when I open up my Instagram, it's literally like CrossFit games, CrossFit. And then, you know, Matt Frazier, like, it's yeah. like, yep. that's my Instagram feed. Yeah. Um, but I love, I don't know if you're familiar with Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Oh yeah. Love her. She's like one of my faves. And um, her thing is she always has cereal, like little bags of and you'll see her like on the on the bike and then she's eating her sugar cereal and I'm like, look at that. She's workout a carbohydrate. Beast and yep. she's eating sugar cereal. Yep. So I mean, not that we should all be like, well, sugar cereal is the new standard for, for sure. being an amazing athlete, but I do like to know that there's balance. For sure. And that's if you're not balanced in your nutrition, you'll also probably start to not be balanced in your mental health. Yeah. Because people have to like feel like they have a little bit of grace in their life, you know. Absolutely. Perfectionism is not health, a healthy mindset yeah. for most people. Yeah, and and digging deep into CrossFit and Greg Glassman and the philosophy, the idea isn't you can't ever have sugar. Right. The idea is we don't need to be hyperinsulinemic. Right. Which means you know uh, an excessive amount of insulin in our blood because we're eating so much sugar that our pancreas just continues to mm-hmm. kick out insulin. So a lot of times we will measure blood sugar 
But what we should be doing is measuring blood insulin levels, mm -hmm. which is never tested. No. But our blood sugar might be low all the time, or, or at least moderate all the time, because our pancreas is kicking out a whole bunch of insulin. Yeah. Well, it's hyperinsulinemia that ends up being the, the major issue. Yeah. So, you know, Greg's like meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. But the key is don't be hyperinsulinemic. So right. Is a little bit of sugar okay? Yes. Yeah. Is sugar at the right time even better? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with Greg. Yeah. <laughs> he knows this. Stuff. Hashtag I stand with Greg. I stand with Greg. Hashtag Greg if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> We're not uh, bashing on CrossFit. No. no, I'm sure Greg's listening too. Like, <laughs> anyone who's anyone is listening to the podcast. <laughs> Shout out Greg Glass. He lives about an hour away from us. No way. He's in Jackson. Stop it. Yeah. When he sold CrossFit for like $900 million. Yeah. I think he took a little bit of that and built and a house. And built a house. Is he coaching? Uh, so he's doing the Broken Science Initiative, mm. which is um, really great. In fact, like that's one I would very much suggest for people to go follow. The Broken? The Broken Science, Science. Initiative. It's a podcast? Um, it is more an Instagram. Oh, okay. You said point. follow, so like, oh, yeah, are sorry. we following? Yeah. Um, let me go look at it really quick so that I'm not saying anything false <laughs> here. Broken Science Initiative. So when predictive value is replaced by consensus, science becomes nonsense. Let's start with the truth. Co-founded by Greg Glassman and Emily Kaplan. So you can go bro brokenscience.org and you can find out more about it from there. Um, here's the weird thing. You know, you, you follow accounts that have like a million followers. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, let's listen to what they mm -hmm. say. Well... This has 4,600 followers. Dang, that's like, not very many. Like, I, don't, I hope this doesn't sound arrogant, but I have more followers, mm -hmm. which is weird to me mm -hmm. because trust this way more than you trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so, followers does not equal credibility. No, it really doesn't <laughs> because this is good stuff. You know, um, modern science and its postmodern debasement. Modern science is the source and repository of objective knowledge. Mm. Knowledge silos in models graded and ranked by predictive strength. Models are a forecast of measurement. Anyways, it's just so good. Hmm. So good. And so he's just going through broken science and then teaching us the real science. Yeah. Which, I mean, kind of back to the beginning. You know, we, we take people at their word <clears throat> and maybe change our entire life or shut down our business because somebody said. Oh, yeah. Well, who's that somebody? Mm -hmm. Do they have an agenda? Interestingly, Greg Glassman's agenda is help people. Right. And I truly believe that. And he has helped yes. millions of people. Yep. Yeah. And did he sell CrossFit for a lot of money? Absolutely. As he should have. As he should have. Because exactly. any great thought should <laughs> be valuable, yep. you know? <laughs> yep. And I, he's not... I don't believe he's using that money to, and it doesn't matter even if he is, he's not out on a beach and just partying it up and everything like, right. hey, sweet. no, he's out for free doing broken science initiative right. stuff. He's talking with physicians. He's getting physicians together and saying, Hey, let's actually talk consensus. Mm -hmm. What is the science? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'll have to check that out. It's really good stuff. Yeah. And so what he just like, are all his posts different things that he's working on? Yeah. Yeah. And different sciencey stuff. Batting. Yeah. Another good one is, that is him. And I don't know if it's like a book that's coming out or if it's a documentary or something, but it's called the CrossFit book. Mm. And so that's a good one to follow. Cool. Kind of shows where Greg's going, what he's doing. So he went to the games this year. He did. 
it's cool. I know. Um, he told whoever's doing the CrossFit book, like the videos and stuff, he said, I think I need to go to the games this year. And it's because I think the affiliates need to see me. See me. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to bash CrossFit. No, no, no. I, I mean, here's I the think great we've part seen... about CrossFit. We pay them an affiliate fee so I can do anything I want. True. Yeah, exactly. But I think that we've seen like this uh, shift in kind of CrossFit going from traditional CrossFit to something a little different mm -hmm. in the movements uh, in what's expected of the athletes. And, you know, to some extent, we always want to be seeing it progress because otherwise it gets boring and we get stagnant. And yeah. like, there's always going to be somebody who raises the bar. On the other hand, we don't want to lose what made CrossFit CrossFit, yeah. you know, Olympic lifting and toes to bar and, and muscle ups and, you know, and mm -hmm. pull ups and handstand walks and those sorts of things that were like kind of the, I mean, OGs of CrossFit. And now you're seeing crisscross jump rope and yeah. pullovers and all this stuff. That's kind of like, okay, well, so maybe, you know, Glassman coming in, hopefully he'll keep them yeah. reined in. Like, please don't yeah. totally change what, I mean, functional movement is what we're yeah. striving for. Right. It is so interesting though, because you say that and I do agree with you. Yeah. But if it would have been Dave Castro standing there and he goes, 23.2 is double under crossovers. Everyone would have been like, whoa, yeah. sweet. That's amazing. But then he would have given a reason why. Mm -hmm. We're doing this because of this. Exactly. And it's awesome. Mm -hmm. I want to see rock climbing in the games. I know. We've talked about yeah. this. I mean, rock climbing is kind of a functional movement, right? Like oh, yeah. what if you're stuck on a cliff Exactly. and you need to climb it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, who is not presented with that in their life? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, like I do find a lot of times where I, the things I've learned in rock climbing, I've taken into other parts of my life. That sounds silly, but like, no, it's true. You know, I used to think rock climbing was all upper body. And then you realize you use your legs a lot. Yeah. So there've been times where I've been on a platform or something trying to reach something. And I'm like, okay, use your legs more, you yeah. know? So there is some there is. carryover. Yeah. Or getting out of a pool. Getting out of a pool, yeah. Why do I need a muscle up in my life? Well, because you need to muscle yourself up out, out of, of a swimming pool. Then why is it that I can so easily get out of the pool? Because <laughs> so you can use your legs. <laughs> yeah, Dang it. <laughs> I'm just teasing. We need, to, we need to design some pools with some rings in it. I know, that would be cool. That is cool. Yeah. Okay, that's our new business idea. <laughs> We're going to kickstart this uh, on Kickstarter and crowdfund. Oh my in, goodness. Uh, three months. Kickstarter is the way to go. Yeah. People get some, oh man, Kyle just funded a Kickstarter that took off. So we will now be getting our very own game board carrying bag. Sweet. <laughs> That's great. It's a bag that you could put your game boards or like your game, like the boxes in and carry it to your friend's house yeah. where you're going to play games. Well, I love that because you can't <laughs> use a normal backpack for that. You no. You can't use a normal bag to it's like carry a, anything. It's like a pizza bag almost. Yes. I love it. <laughs> for your board game. That's great. He funded it and I was like, whatever, this will never take off. We'll never pay the hundred and thirty. Oh no. We paid the 130 oh, and we're going to get our bag. Yeah. But see, that is the free market economy. I love that. I love right. It too. He took a risk <laughs> knowing that he took a risk. Yeah. Cool. That's great. And now you're getting a product out of it. Yeah. A very specialized product. That very he's really excited product. for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I helped uh, fund Whoop 
Oh, for about the sleep. Yeah, the for about five thing. years, I had a free Whoop subscription. Wow. So you paid for the band and then had Whoop. But then they were like, hey, if you want the new features, you got to pay our monthly. Mm -hmm. Well, they got too big for. Yeah. yeah. They got too big for their peasants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I went to Garmin. I just wear a Garmin now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whoop. I never used it. My old gym used it. They had like a, a comp, not a competition, but like where you could like see everybody in the gyms Whoop for the night. I don't know how it works. I didn't yeah. do it, but it's kind of cool. That is cool. It's yeah. There's a lot of tech out there. There's a lot of things. Yeah. Now here's what's cool. We can use that tech and we can learn from it and we can grow from it. But when it comes right down to it, real food, most of the time, <laughs> CrossFit, yeah, three to five times a week, That's right? good relationships. That's right. Good sleep. Work on your mental health. Good sleep. Life is good. Yeah. And it, life will still be hard sometimes. Yes. But you'll have the tools to, or the avenues or the outlets to kind of work through some of that, you know, and good spiritual health, I think yeah. is also important to throw into there. You know, yeah. whatever your, whatever your belief in like God or greater power or whatever, mm -hmm. meditation, yep. things like that, <clears throat> I think are also really important to contributing to mental health and physical health and all of that. So you gotta have a balance, right? Totally. So I agree. Yeah. And, and the world is in a place right now where no matter what people believe, like you said, in God or the universe or higher power or yeah. reincarnation, whatever sure. you believe in, there's a battle against that right now. Mm -hmm. And we do need to be combating that. Mm -hmm. And our mental health and spiritual and emotional health has a lot to do with the body that is carrying those things. Yes. And so true. if we're not taking care of that body, it's, it's, it's much harder. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do the things that you need to do when your body's not cooperating, yeah. you know? So yeah, I agree. Good stuff right there. Yeah. So just a couple more questions. For yeah. You. So when you do CrossFit and you wreck your body, <laughs> how do you recover? Well, you know, I, this is such a great question for me to consider. When do I recover? <laughs> yeah. What if the answer is I don't? <laughs> yeah. What if the answer is I go home and chase kids around? No, just kidding. Um, active, active recovery. Yeah, active. It's active recovery. No, I get, I, I really do focus on getting a good night's sleep. That's really important to me. So, um, usually I'm in bed by 10 or 11, up by seven. That's kind of my sweet spot. I know everybody's different, right? Yeah, like how much sure. sleep you function on. Um, and then I am a, an avid protein eater. Good. As of late, yeah. I've gotten better at, um, that's something I've focused a lot more on is increasing my protein. Um, but you know, I, I eat pretty regular, like I'm a consistent eater. I don't, uh, I'm, I mean, I do believe in intermittent fasting. I think it's great for me. I just kind of eat throughout the day and I try and eat good things yeah. for the most part. I drink a lot of water. I don't really drink a lot of soda. Even my soda that I used to sometimes drink I've replaced with a water-based drink I think we yeah. talked about yeah. that yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you know I don't do anything crazy though good sleep try and have really healthy eating habits for the most part could I be better absolutely yeah but do we need to focus on that no yeah no and then obviously like um other recovery is like you kind of mentioned I like to take walks I like to get out and just move play with my kids you know like go to the park walk around when I coach, I walk a ton, you know, just like just being active when I'm not 
being active. I've found if I kill myself in the gym and then just go lay around, it's way worse. Yeah. I feel crappy. For sure. You know, if I'm going to kill myself in the gym, I'm going to go live my normal life afterward. And yeah. I think that's that's part of, again, finding balance. If you can't live your normal life afterward, yeah. you may be doing something a little too intense. Use CrossFit to make life better. Mm-hmm. Not worse. Yeah. Now, granted, just to add, like when you get started on any type of exercise routine, you're going to feel sore. Yeah. You're going to feel a little like wiped out. It takes time to acclimate to that. But so I don't want people who listen to think like, oh, if I'm sore, I'm working too hard. Or if yeah. I'm tired, I'm working too hard. I just think, you know, if it's getting to a point where you can't do your normal life because you're working out too much or yeah. too hard, then yeah. maybe it's a little too much. Or I'm continually getting injured. Yes. Oh. Yeah. We need to take a look at this. Yeah. If you're getting injured, we're doing this wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And knock on wood, my greatest CrossFit injury I've ever had is torn hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has a torn hand right It's now. not torn. It's just a little dry. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just some dry skin from <laughs> all awesome. our toes to bar today. But, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, that's kind of my answer for that. I just kind of just recover. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, just made me think of... I always wanted to be a really good CrossFit competitor. Yeah. I thought it'd be so cool to like, you know, Go do, to the it, do an RX. Did, well, I, that was a little far. <laughs> but back in the day, I did think regionals. I was uh-huh. like, I'd love to go to regionals. Yeah. Uh, then I started jujitsu. Oh, and yeah. And I was like, oh, I did CrossFit so that I could do jujitsu. Yeah. So that I could do things that, you know, I didn't really think were, I mean, not that jujitsu wasn't possible, but like I went into it with an athletic base. Right. Which was really cool. You know, some people go into it not with an athletic base and mm-hmm. then they're working on athleticism as they're working on technique. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, this is why I've done CrossFit. Totally. You know, I've did, so I can go on hikes with my kids so yeah. they can play, so I can jump on the trampoline with them. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. And it really, I love that. It's really very, very, very few people are ever going to go on even to, you know, quarterfinals or, you know, anything like that's, it's wonderful if you do. Absolutely. And it's a great thing to strive for if that's where you're at in your life and that's your season. But for most people, their season is not that Mm -hmm. most of us don't have multiple hours a day to dedicate to the gym. If we're parents, if we're, you know, working jobs or serving in our church or whatever, we, it's that balance, like I said. And so it's quality of life that we're really striving for. And it's that ability to be Greg, Yep. Greg who comes to our gym. I think he's 67. Mm -hmm. And I had another guy at my old gym. He was like 75 still in there. I mean, nothing looks as pretty as it could back in the day. Who cares? Like those guys are fit. And that is, I tell them they are my goal. Mm -hmm. They are my goal. Like, I mean, sure. Would I love to, make quarterfinals yes absolutely but like that is ultimately the goal yeah now one individual you were just talking about he said the other day he's like hey um so the games i mean as a master's athlete i was like oh yes greg yes you can do that he totally if he set his mind to it the man is impressive and his nutrition is on point yeah his whole lifestyle is on point yeah it's pretty cool yeah that's the goal. That is the goal. <laughs> if you could only do one gymnastics movement <laughs> and one weightlifting movement oh, good. for the rest of your life, what would they be? What would they be? 
Um, so <laughs> do double unders count as gymnastics? Yeah, you're using your body. Yeah, it's a single. <laughs> you're it's a using sing- your body. <laughs> it's a single modality. I don't think it does. Let's say, okay, gymnastics. Okay, then let's do this. Gymnastics, uh, single modality, so like double unders, running, yeah. biking. Okay, okay. You know, ski, air, game. Mm-hmm. And strength. Okay, well, gymnastics is definitely my biggest weakness in CrossFit. So it's, but it's been the year of gymnastics for me. I've been working on it a lot. Um, I would probably do, this is going to seem so weird, chest to bar. Cool. Only because I like regular pull-ups, but chest to bar for some reason seem just a little bit more fun to me. Mm -hmm. So chest to bar and then um, single modality. Ooh, that's a tough one. And running's in that category too, Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. These are where I shine. Running and uh, it'd be a tie. Running and uh, double unders. I like them both. I just thought you were gonna say triathlon, so you could do all three. <laughs> yeah, the triathlon would yeah. be my <laughs> pick. And then uh, Olympic lift. Oh well, any lift. It would be an Olympic lift for sure. Yeah. I love the Olympic lifts. Um, probably snatches. Yeah. And I wouldn't have said that probably a year and a half ago, but I've been working my snatches, and I really am enjoying a good snatch. But you got to catch it in the squat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like I love, I mean, power is fun, but when you land that snatch in a squat and you stick it, mm-hmm. there's nothing more like you, nothing feels more bad. A bad cushy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, we can totally make this an explicit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to edit myself cause fun fact. Is it I, like a, oh, oh, yeah. no, um, Does that make a sound like well, a, it was supposed to. <laughs> just yeah bad (laughs) fun yeah that's a fun thing fun fact about me i moving to rexburg has helped improve my uh vocabulary well (laughs) what it is is you don't try to be a different person no you're yourself i am and that's something that I, and I know many others appreciate very much about you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, maybe sometimes drop a few too many. I would love to hear you in a church talk. (laughs) (laughs) They never ask me. (laughs) I actually have this joke with Kyle. They're in our old ward. So we're all the yes for those who didn't pick up on that. Um, in our old ward, he got asked to speak three times before I got asked to speak once. He's just a lot more well-spoken and eloquent and, Oh, I just hit the mic. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of say it how it is up there a little bit, which I think is great about me. I do think it's great. (laughs) And uh, we need more of that. (laughs) You know, that's sorry. I know we can cut this off, but what I, all I was going to say to that note is I think that, I lost my train of thought. It had to do with church. I don't want to go too churchy, but I do think in communities in general, communities, church communities, whatever, sometimes there becomes a norm uh-huh. that people think they have to fit into a mold, even in a CrossFit gym, right? Yes. Like I remember in my old gym, everyone had tattoos. Everyone drank their beer after, you know, like you just get a culture. There uh-huh. becomes a norm. And I think that sometimes when people don't fit into the norm, they think they need to pull out of it. Yeah. And I think that that's a very unproductive way to live your life. I think it's good to stand in a place and be different and show other people that there's room for differences anywhere. You know, like we should have variety of, uh, you know, appearances and lifestyles and vocabularies Mm -hmm. and interests and 
whatever it is. So yeah, I feel like that's something I really am passionate about in life is just no matter who you are and be where you want to be, you know, like go to church if you're tatted up yep. and you have long hair and you smoke, you know, like, mm-hmm. or you're gay or whatever, yep. like just do it. Like there's a place for you. Yeah. There's a place for the overweight person in the CrossFit gym. Absolutely. You know, there's a place for, I don't know. I can't think of any more examples yeah. I ran out. But. I don't know if I just came up with this term in my mind or if someone else has done it, but free market diversity. Ah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Free market diversity. Bring it diversity back. is awesome. Mm-hmm. If it's free market diversity, mm-hmm. it's not forced upon us. Right. And if it's accepted for all types of diversity. Exactly. Because I think in our world, we've, we we want to accept certain types of diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's certain types that are really niche and okay and cool. Yeah. It's really cool to accept people who, I don't want to make any examples. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> but like everything's going to be perceived. Right. As know, like bias or. You're the most like loving and accepting <laughs> person that exists. You say something and it's like, boom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, you know, there's things that society has said, this is an okay way to be but if you're religious or if you're conservative or if you're a republican you know yeah. then you're not accepted yeah you know it's so weird it is but in a good crossfit gym you will find oh free market diversity in our gym there is free yep. market diversity absolutely yeah yeah i love it yeah and someone comes in with a new tattoo and the class is 75 percent lds and they're like i love your tattoo let yeah. me see it that's awesome absolutely nobody cares yeah like we're here and we're all the same. Yep. We're, we're the same, but different. Yeah. Separate, but equal. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we're the same, but we're different. Yeah. And that's how it should be. Exactly. Or somebody comes in, like I mentioned, who doesn't look like the rest of the class, you know, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're overweight. Maybe they have an injury. Maybe they have a disability. Oh, my gosh. I think I told you this. One night I was coaching girls night and we had the cutest girl over rock climbing. She was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And I don't know what what her disability was, but she was just a sweet, sweet girl. And she was so invested in the girls doing the CrossFit workout. And she sat there and watched them and clapped. And she kept saying to me, I want to do it. I want to do it. And so I went and grabbed our kids' barbell because we yeah. have a little kitty one. and Because she was pretty petite and frail. And we helped her hold it. And she shoulder pressed it. Sweet. Oh, it was like this is what it's about, yeah. you know, like this is, if she felt so good about herself and I'm like, I wish she would have come back. I wish she yeah, would come. I, we need to find out who it is. We need we'll to just, find her. We'll, we'll sponsor I know. her. I know. She was so cute. I lo- I mean, I was like, I come back and do class anytime, you know? Yeah. So okay. we need to investigate. Maybe this. I'll look for her. That'd be awesome. She was in, she was a Rexburg local, I think. So okay. yeah, maybe I'll do some sleuthing on yeah. social media. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the gym will sponsor. <laughs> so, that would be so That's cool. cool. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. I, um, this was so fun. It is fun. It's just fun to talk. Oh, and seriously. It's fun to talk. It's fun to talk with everybody, but you're just a good conversationalist. You're oh, a good person. Thank you. Um, it was so funny. It, when you started at the gym, within like a month, I had had several people come to me and they're like, you need to have her coach. She <laughs> needs to be coaching at the gym. Oh, that's so nice. Well, really cool. I mean, I sometimes I'm a little outspoken. And I'm like, I want a coach. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Squeaky will gets it. the grease. Yeah, right? it's true. But uh, the great coach is also many times squeaky. 
That's right. But also sometimes quiet. Like that's the great part. Free <laughs> yeah. market diversity, market, right? Yeah, and you, you know, there's somebody. Everybody needs somebody a little bit different. Yeah. So we have great squeaky coaches. I'm not saying you're a squeaky coach. <laughs> I'll be uh, the, I'll be a squeaky yeah. coach. It's okay. And we have great quiet coaches. Yeah. And I learn equally from both. Yes. Yeah. It's fun. That's awesome. Well, and we love you. Oh, well, that's nice. I have a long ways to go, but I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, thanks for everything. Um, If anyone is listening that has never been to CrossFit, it would be great to start. Come to my class. With Brittany. (laughs) With everyone. But we're going to go through each coach, unless they're uncomfortable and don't want to come on, which is totally fine as well. Free market diversity. The quiet ones. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, They'll want to come on. Everyone's great, uh, but would definitely recommend hitting us up. Trying Brittany out. Yeah. See you here. Also, listen to my podcast coming next. I'm just kidding. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I hope so. I'm totally we'll joking. Plug that, and you're welcome just, to use I'm, this equipment. I'm just like invested in this podcast experience now. It's pretty. <laughs> I, I know. I feel a little bit bad because I like. I'll take four or five hours a week and, mm-hmm. and do this, and like none of it's monetized. No, we just have fun. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just. It's so, I'm selfish. I'm like, it's so good. Hey, I love this. You know what? It's important to do things you love. Yeah. And then you like. I never, I never lie to people as far as like, well, I try not to lie to people. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like prefacing this as far as podcasts go. I don't lie. Um, I'll get on and I'll write someone like Bethany Flores uh-huh. or, um, Sam dancer. He's going to uh-huh. come on, uh, September 10th. Cool. And I'm just like, Hey, I have a podcast. It doesn't have very many listeners. <laughs> I have nothing to offer, <laughs> but I would love to take an hour of your time. Aww. And uh, I'm sure they're flattered. Oh, they're, it's so cool. Yeah. The, just the caliber of people that... Uh, now, I did have one guy once, a cryptocurrency guy, and he said, how many listeners do you have? And I said, well, there's about 7,500 to 8,000 subscribers, just kind mm-hmm. of depending on. And he went, okay, never mind. <laughs> And I was like, dude, I don't want to have you on the podcast anyway. Yeah, you're I have like, no desire to talk to you. You now. lost me as a fan. Yeah, because uh, I'm straight up. Like, yeah. hey, I don't have that many listeners. You have 500,000 followers. You're maybe going to get 7,000 listens out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're not gaining a lot of followers out of this. Oh, well. And the cool ones are like... Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I'll be on it. Well, I don't have 7,000 followers. But you will. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I have my stuff set to private. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, which is good, too. Um, <laughs> I do find myself sometimes I will get people that post very negative comments on stuff that I say, and it gets to me. Hmm. It's yeah, it's a hard. That is a podcast conversation yes. for another day. Another day. But you can follow my Girls Night Fitness which you should. Instagram. Yep. That's so, my hashtag Girls Night Fitness. Rexburg. Rexburg. Yep. Check it out. Yep. Go check it out. And if you are a female... Come check out our class. Go do it. All right. Thank you. Thanks.